State Podcast, episode 41. 41. Uh, well, first of all, Happy New Year. To all, yes. And then second of all, I'm going to throw a real, a real wrench into this. I've been I've been looking forward to this episode for a couple of weeks, I'm not going to lie. You've been sitting on this one? I have been. Episode 41, the Yadier Molina episode. Oh, it's a good one. I don't know how I didn't think of that one. Yachty, War 41, yep. just for those first 50 games when you got one. called up. Yeah. Because uh, good old... Tony Womack was repping number four at the time. Oh, okay. At the end of 05. That's right. That's funny. Good so pull. I've, I've been sitting yeah. on the Yachty 41 for a minute. Wish we had some like some audio. This is where we need a producer just to put Yachty, Yachty. Oh, There's a little man. Shan in there, you know, in the background. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we don't, we're, we're in year two of the podcast. That's right. I think we're, we'll, we'll get there. We're taking applications. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Please feel free to email us. Yeah. Producerial role. Try it. Which is basically uh, hitting record and then Googling all the bullshit we say to verify we right. don't know what we're talking about. Making sure that, um, you know, we're the right distance from the microphone. Exactly. Maybe babysitting, making sure I don't get too drunk. Exactly. Like uh, Before we get too deep in anything, because if I get drunk and talk about this, I might get upset. Okay. How do you feel that Disney Plus is starting to pull shit? Uh, so I, I investigated this uh-huh. a little bit. They're not pulling shit for good. Okay. Um, so what's going on is they had to strike a, a number of deals because a lot of these properties that they had... They were um, their licenses out. You're right. They, sure. They've been selling their licenses and, and sharing them with other, other services. And they wanted to have everything for the launch. Okay. So, okay. They, so really, they cut some deals to be able to have Home Alone right now. They cut deals to be able to have Force Awakens right now. Um, yeah, because those were still and, available on Netflix and shit right. too. Yeah, and a, and a number of other things. So then, that was just through the new year. Um, like you know, like with Pirates of the Caribbean came off, but that is in you know I think it's I don't even remember who it is that has licensing with that. But whoever it is, the, they're not proud of it. <laughs> they're not advertising hey, too much. Hey, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, one was really fucking great. All right. What are there, like nine of them, though, now? Yeah, I don't know. I know I watched the first three, and I know that I loved the first one. I dug the second one, and I enjoyed the third one. I had no interest in seeing anything after that, so I don't know how many more there are. It was like three was the number for me, though. It was like I I didn't leave Pirates 3 feeling like, oh, bummer. But when I heard Pirates 4 announced, I was like, ah, no thanks. So that's funny. When I hear Pirates 3, I automatically think, oh, bummer. (laughs) Anyways. But yeah, so I know like th- those licenses are going to be rolling back in, so things are going to okay. come back onto Disney Plus. This makes me wonder then too, because I also saw um, that MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh-huh. excuse me, already has plans for a lot of the Defenders. As far as yeah, and this me- this means that um, Netflix may have given them rights back to all those characters earlier than the two-year okay. window. Yeah, I thought it was so supposed I, to be like two years That makes something. me wonder if that's part of the deal. Like, hey, we'll give you back fucking Home Alone, whatever, blah, blah. Why don't you cut us some slack That could this? be. Uh, or realistically, like, I don't know if that so, sort of licensing prohibits uh, 
producing or releasing. That's fair. Because, you know, if it's like, let's say it was two years, we're already, what, six months out of Netflix losing their stuff? Right. So let's say, we, let's say they've got a plan for Daredevil. If it's released in a year and a half from now... Like is it like you can you can produce all you fucking want in this next in those two years? Right. You just can't let it see the light of day until the time comes. Right. Well, that and feels a little. And from what I heard, roomy. there was basically already on paper a season three. Oh like, yeah. Bullseye was set to come back. I mean, there was all kinds of shit already ready to go. Just no one had the rights to do it yet. Yeah. And Netflix wasn't going to do it because it's not going to make them any money. Obviously, right. They'll lose the rights before they put it out. Exactly. So, anyways, I yeah I. That makes a little more sense if that was the case, but well, I don't know. I know that they said a bunch when they were like gearing up for the launch that Disney Plus was not going to be like all the other streaming services where they lost shit. Right. It was supposed to be like she once shit's there, it's fucking there. there right. Um, and most they'll, of the they'll stuff, continue to like add you things, said, but it'll be their catalog. Right. But I think I think we're probably looking at an initial. 18 month to two year window where other licenses will have to expire for them to truly have ownership of all of their properties. True. Until they just buy everybody else. Right. You know, well, that's also a thing like they probably have some perpetuity deals with HBO. They probably had some perpetuity deals with Netflix that I think, you know, realistically, you're waiting. You just these movies haven't even come out that they. You but pull, you pull a big promised. dick move like Vince McMahon, and you just buy WCW. Right. So that's a wrestling reference. I don't think I've done that for a couple weeks. Oh man, have I talked? I don't think I talked into wrestling with Danny. I don't know. I don't think we did at all. That that night with Danny, it all became very blurry to <laughs> I can, me. I can imagine there was Saki involved and all kinds yeah. of stuff. So. We were there till like three in the morning. I believe it. Me and I believe me it. and Danny did not leave that basement. Oh, you didn't even go anywhere? No. Oh, I thought you were going to go meet some people. We were going to, but then nobody else had anything going on, and one thing led to another, and we were just all right killing bottles in the basement until about 3 or 3.30. Speaking of, Danny had not seen Star Wars yet and had yeah. not watched Mandalorian yet, uh-huh. so we didn't discuss them last week. Okay. Where do you want to start? Uh, so last night, I went and saw Star Wars for the third time. Nice. Um which was really cathartic. But what's even crazier is I have I did not intend to see Star Wars extra times in theaters. Okay. Because I, I know I'm going to watch it a million times. Twice now, I have tried to go see Knives Out, and shit's been sold out. Wow. Um, oh, and I think it's a combination of Star Wars is taking up all of the screens. Yeah. And... The screens that are showing Knives Out, it's like, uh, you know, you're only getting like three showings a day, and that's the smaller theaters that only have like right. 30 seats worth sitting in anyway. Yeah, yeah. But so I've wanted to see Knives Out because I think it looks fun. Yeah. But I just keep falling back on like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll right. watch Star Wars again. Absolutely. And I have truly grown to love it. I've, I've just seen it the one time. Uh huh. Um, and I don't. I'm still conflicted. I'll be honest, but I think it's just because I feel like it still didn't wrap up the Skywalker story. It did. Um, yet, having said that, great fan service. I love. There's m- yeah, many, 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 back, many man. right. Uh, many, many things I loved. I wouldn't say I hated anything about it. I can't point to one thing and mm-hmm. say fuck that. No, I didn't like. 
for as much as I love Han Solo and Harrison Ford, I didn't like that yeah. interaction. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like it was probably supposed to be Carrie Fisher or yeah. some, you know what I mean? Something yeah. like that. Um, which, you know, the Carrie Fisher stuff, I'm, it's hard to criticize because they worked with what they could work with. Right. Um, I get it. Uh, Kylo Ren, that guy can act like a mother. He's great. He's Dude, great. Oh, my God. That guy's Adam fantastic. Driver is the shit. <clears throat> um, I'm not sure I love the Palpatine. Yeah. I feel like it just changes everything I watched. I feel like it, it changes the purpose of all the other movies. Um, it it like so for and it me, almost makes him the main character in all the oh, movies. Oh, for sure it does. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So, I don't know. Well, I I think the only thing that I would say I dislike <clears throat> is what I would can just consider missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything was inherently a misstep. I just think there were a number of places where if we would have spent a little more time in the writing room, then they probably could have hashed out some things. <clears throat> but ultimately, it comes down to the fact that they they needed two movies to tell the story that they told. Right. Um, as much as I love Last Jedi, it's not a second act. Right. It just isn't. Right. Um, and they needed that. And because they were too afraid, I guess, to break out of the trilogy thing, which seems so silly and Which going forward, apparently they will not be. Well, it's, it's just, it's just going to be, it's just stupid. Like a Star Wars saga. It should not, it, it doesn't need to be a no, trilogy. No. It needs to be whatever the story needs it to be. Right. And in this moment, forcing all of that information into one movie was a, was a misstep. It was a poor choice. Right. But I think all of the I think narrative-wise, everything they did, I can be down with. I just needed it to be... I needed... I would be much happier with the Palpatine thing if they just made it a little bit more fucking delicious. Like, if they just would have, like... Man, if could you imagine if, say, at the end of Last Jedi, right after Snoke dies, mm-hmm. you hear Palpatine's laugh? Right. Or, right. you know, I needed something ominous at the end of Last Jedi... Because, like, to me, when you essentially open Rise of Skywalker on Palpatine, you're saying, like, oh, I'm bringing back this character from the grave right. from however many years, years ago, ago. Yeah. and I'm just going to give him to you right now? Like, that that felt unceremonious to me. Sure. I needed, how I like, it just would have been so lovely to hear just that laugh. Yeah. At the end of Last Jedi, to let me stew on it for two years from, before uh, I saw it, and this is where the crossover I think I think begins with Disney Plus. But from what I've read too, uh, Mandalorian season two will explain how Palpatine yeah. got back. Yeah. Um, so you know, because I have lots of questions. Last time I saw Palpatine, he was in the Death Star, and then it vaporized itself. Right, uh, but somehow half of somehow it survived and right. fell onto a different because, moon. Because you know, Palpatine obviously wasn't a clone because he was all frail and right. fucked up and messed up, so he wasn't like a clone of himself. Right, didn't take over someone else's body, so he survived the blast. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I mean, the dark side of the it, force. It happens. Is, sure. No, I get it. I mean, maybe you know, he did the Mary Poppins thing, like right. Princess Leia did, and floated to the next star destroyer. And well, it grants you powers that many does. believe to be unnatural. This is true. You know? That's what I hear. That's so. What I hear. I, but I, I just think there were I think there were too many things that that just needed to 
coincide to make that movie work, and it just like the other thing is you know. So let's say you're you're too cowardly to make it two movies, which whatever. How how are you then only making it two hours twenty minutes? Because if Avengers Endgame just taught us anything, it's that you can make all the money in the world. People will people will pay to sit in a theater for three hours. Right. You're like the precedent's been set. Yep. So now, why are you so afraid to do that? Then is my thought. Like, because you know, while I think two movies, I think two two hour movies would have been ideal. I think in three hours you could have told enough of that story to let it matter more. Oh sure, yeah. But I feel like we don't. We had no. I needed. I needed a two year tease on Palpatine. Yeah. I needed. I needed that to be added into Last Jedi. Um, to have something more ominous looming over me. Um, and obviously the Carrie Fisher stuff, that's tragic and out of anyone's hands. And I do not fault the, like God, Scott's fault. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, that's just the way it is. This is is the way God wants our worst end. So with all of, with all of its flaws, like, so in the arc of me seeing the movie, Mm -hmm. first night we saw the movie on opening night. Yep. Um, I have purely an emotional reaction. I have all this emotional baggage. I, I'm like a, I'm, I'm like a, just a, a kid in a candy store, right? I just don't even know what to right. think after right. seeing that, right? So the second time I go to see it, and now I'm looking at like really what's going on, and that allows me to really identify the things that are like, ah, you're frustrating to me, right? But by the third time. I can now let go of those things that bother me because I know what they are. I accept that they're in the past. Um, so I can just... Is an AA meeting all of a sudden? Maybe. Okay. I'd probably need some. <laughs> um, but I can just like just sit and for like the fun of being entertained in a movie. And it's goddamn entertaining. Like when we left, Libby went with me last night. It was the first mm-hmm. time that she saw it. I went by myself the second time. Um, and we walked out. I was like, so what'd you think? She said, I liked it. Good. I said, really? And she was, because she particularly, she's never given a shit for any of the Star Wars. She was like, I've watched them all with you, and I would put this in my top three. Oh, okay, wow. So why, you know, why would you say that? And she said, because, John, I don't give a shit about the lore. This movie never dragged at any point. Right. She was like, I, we sat down, it was, it was on. Yeah. From start to finish. Yeah. And it gave me a satisfying ending as an isolated story. So I was like, that's, it's nice to hear that from sure. someone who like like I we our community is taking so much baggage into it right. that sometimes it's nice to just hear from someone else the same reason she was like I liked Venom even though I have more than my fair share of qualms with it sure but it's like oh because you don't have this bullshit baggage you just are getting to have fun in this movie right. how how lucky you are to get to have fun watching Star Wars right. <laughs> because right. I'm not allowed to anymore right um, and yeah. the third viewing really allowed me to. I just Good. like the creatures are fun. This, the the worlds are weird. The moments are cool. And of all the things that I would have loved to change, <laughs> none of them ruined the movie for sure. me. There were yeah, I can think of I, ten things that would have made it cooler for me, but, but none of those things are unforgivable. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, They're, none of them are Jar Jar, right? Yeah. <laughs> if I do, com- you know find myself complaining about any aspect of it, I also sit there and think, well, I live in a world 
where I got nine Star Wars movies. Right. Star, Star, Skywalker trilogy movies, right. whatever you want to call it. There's, what, 13 movies now, whatever it is? I don't even know. 12? 11. 12, yeah. I don't do numbers. <laughs> um, but I'm 41 years old. Uh-huh. This has been in my life since day one. I, I so it's how wonderful is that? So it's not you know, and out of all the things that have disappointed me in my life, Star Wars is pretty low on the list, right? You know what I mean? I mean it's right. It's still right. Fun. I can't think of anything else that I saw as a kid that's maintained my interest, my admiration, my just love that it's in the world. Yeah, than Star Wars. My first tattoo right. was a Star Wars tattoo when I was seventeen. It's just always kind of been there. You know why? Because when I was 17, hey, rumors are they're going to do some prequels. Yeah. I'm in. I'm back in. Yeah. You know, then here go, 10 years go by, the prequels come out, ebbs and flows. I still enjoyed sure. it. it. Oh, yeah. Know. My kid gets into it, right back in, you know, so For it's, sure. it's right back. It just keeps repeating itself. It's great. Yeah. It's a great little cycle. That is. Of all the missed opportunities, the one that does bum me out the most is we were. I feel like there were some real opportunities to redeem the bigger moments of the prequels that weren't taken advantage of. I like, did think the prequels for, would play a bigger role, right? For yeah. as much fan service as JJ wanted to play, he clearly has no love for the prequels. Sure, yeah, and you know, I I get being or scared. Ryan Johnson, right? <laughs> Because what did he do? <laughs> Last thing Ryan Johnson did was smash a helmet. What's the first thing he does? Right. Put that motherfucker back together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just like. Oh, your parents are nobody? Nope. Most no. important motherfucker there is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or even like the part where the, the whole thing is about Luke realizing that you can just get rid of all the Jedi shit. Right. And then the moment that he <laughs> steps out of the fire to catch the lightsaber and says, a Jedi weapon deserves more respect than that. Like the, that was the ultimate spit in the face Absolutely. of Ryan Johnson. Absolutely, <laughs> just just a shame. Yep. Yeah, I, I do respect though when you're willing to give a little bit of a sideways fuck you in a billion dollar movie. Right. Well, it also <laughs> you know felt I mean? like a lot of what Ryan Johnson was doing in the movie was giving JJ a big That's fuck true. you. That's true. Like it fit. Yeah. There's a there are a few moments in Last Jedi that were like. Oh well, you know what? Oh, you really didn't yeah. care for Force Awakens, right? You really didn't care for this vision. You know what? I really enjoyed more about um, Last Jedi now was that he wasn't afraid to take risks with right. big characters, right? Um, at the time, it's shocking and whatever, and uh-huh. people are like, "Well, you can't do that." Well, you can. Yeah, people die. That you know, like. In this one, I'm not saying I wanted someone to die, but when you allude to Chewie dying, when you allude to like C-3PO shutting down, should have followed through on one of them. I was really disappointed when C-3PO was backed up. Yep. Because I felt like, and I still feel this way after seeing the movie multiple times, the most emotionally charged moment of that entire movie is when C-3PO says, I'm taking one last look at my friends. Right. That, I rolled a tear. Right. It's in, All it's three times, right? I, agree. I rolled a tear. Yeah, and I the second two times I knew he was coming back. Right, but it's just it's like why are you so fucking scared to let this droid at least be dead? Right, because because <clears throat> man did that moment just have it? Just yeah. really had some pathos. Yeah, and you spo- what it felt to me like was it felt like I feel like they tested it 
and people were really right. upset. Well, what I don't know is how much of this is JJ and how much of this is Disney. Disney. Sure, but it feels almost like the folks at Disney just went on every message board since the Last Jedi <laughs> yeah. and just made a checklist of like these are all the things you need to do. Yeah, and then gave that checklist to JJ. It was like try to weave a story around I would, all fifty yeah. of these points. I would agree with that. Only the one that I kept seeing people want. They wanted a Poe... A Poe-Finn romance? And J.J. had it in the script. He had something in there, and mm-hmm. Disney ixnay on the Poe. Pussies. No, no pussies. <laughs> it was... I'm not sure... You know how this works? Even in a galaxy far, far away. It's, it's so, they, so they gave us, like, the two ancillary female exactly. characters right. kissing? Right. Was Disney right. trying to say, no, we don't hate <clears throat> gay people. We just don't and you know, want to right. make them our main characters. I will say one thing... Didn't necessarily take me out of the movie, but maybe kind of go, you know, dude. When we talked about this before, a um, little whole, too much Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, that should have all been Rose. Where was Rose in this movie? That her whole plot line was lost. Yeah, I feel like that took away R- Rose's shit. Not that For I'm sure. like, oh, give me more Rose, but I feel like the row. Um, um, Rose and uh, what's his name? I'm blanking all of a sudden. Dominic. Uh, no, uh, Monahan, um, Finn. Finn. That 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 inter- relationship should have been explored. It was more. gone. It was gone. Yep. But I feel like that was because JJ maybe was moving towards something else with him. Well, that and Disney said no to that. So now they had to fill this hole. Right. And I think that could be true. That didn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> that was all. But what I think a lot of it also, I think there was two things that that are playing into. The the lack or three things really playing into the lack of Rose, I think one, no Carrie Fisher because a lot of Rose's dialogue would naturally take place with Carrie Fisher. That's true. Um, two, the fact that they needed to fit so much plot in this movie that there was less room to explore character. Yeah, and I understand that. Like, yeah. but thirdly, she I didn't think, show up until the second movie, right? Correct. Okay. Thirdly, I think uh, when you look at places that they could have used Rose bigger, the Dominic Monahan, yes, but he also only has like forty-five seconds sure, of screen time. Sure, if if they gave all of his and all of those are in scenes with Rose, also, so sure you could have given Rose those lines, but it really wouldn't have impacted her screen time. However, Jana, yes, the um. The other stormtrooper that they met on Endor, yes, her big moments at the end, like in the Battle of Exilor, um, could have been Rose moments because yeah. Finn had all those moments with Janna, yeah, and I think it would have been. I think those moments should have been yeah. hers. However, I think they were forcing a bigger role for Janna because I think they're setting her up for a Disney Plus show. Or movies, because there's some, uh, apparently she is likely Lando's daughter. Ooh, I like it. So the, that's why the, that's why Lando had the creepy moment this at the is, end. Okay, like, yeah, let's, let's, let's find, find out. out. Okay, okay. That looked like it was classic Billy D trying to get Let me, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was... I want to take a quick break. Okay. But I want to come back on that, because I want to get to more, I got a little something more about Lando I want to talk about. Fantastic. All right. All right. So before we hop in to, to finish line, I want to finish this thought. Sure, please. Um, I so, apologize. I had to pee really bad. Hey, you know, that happens. So what I've heard um, was that, like, what, the reason 
Lando was with Luke going to the, the deserts of Pasana uh-huh. was Lando has a daughter. Daughter gets taken by the First Order to put in the Stormtrooper system. Okay. So, so uh, Lando is traveling with Luke to try to find his fucking daughter. Okay. And that's kind of been his life for the last 20 years. But, like, once Luke stopped, then Lando just accepted his fate and has kind of been in hiding. So then, like, I and the, well, I can't remember her name now. Uh, the, the woman who played <clears throat> Janna had, like, has, like, mentioned in shit that she, like, Wants to have a more expanded role in Star Wars. Okay. Um, so at least she's willing. Whereas like John Boyega is very much like, don't oh. fucking put me in Disney Plus. Like right. I'm done with this. Shit. Right. Um, so I think, but he says I, it with an accent. It sounds very nice. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so I think they gave Jana a bigger role that could have been Rose Tico's. Oh, I see. Okay. Because I think they're going to pay off on it. Because I, I have a feeling that there's going to be a Disney Plus show that is fucking Lando and Jana. I've I've heard they want to do you Disney know, Plus with and, Lando. Which yeah. is why Lando gave us the... Which surprised me because I heard originally he was very hard to work with. Like he wasn't very... his He was just old and not all there. Yeah. And I, I thought they wanted him in the last movie and they tested him and it didn't work out. Really? Yes. Now huh. that could have just been he didn't agree with Ryan Johnson. Who knows? But yeah. I heard they put him in certain things, and for whatever reason, I, I didn't hear it was like drugs or alcohol, I didn't, nothing like that. Yeah. Just he wasn't all there. There, yeah. Huh. I, That's interesting. Watching him in this movie, I don't see that. I thought yeah. he was very Lando. Yeah, I think it's um, great. I mean, he's, he's Lando, as Lando yeah. can be. I wish he would have had a cape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cape would have been pimp, and I would have loved to see fucking the headphones guy. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I'm, I'm cool with Lando. Yeah. Uh, but what does fucking Chewie have to do to be able to pilot the goddamn Millennium Falcon? Right. Pro- I mean, your best friend. At least, of, he, at least he got who knows his how many metal. years. <laughs> Finally, was that even his? No, it was Hans. Exactly, it was Hans' medal. He never even got his back in the day. Right. That whole you know, he was there for all of it. No one has lasted longer than Chewie. It's been the unsung motherfucker still can't even get a medal. Well, he did get one, just not one made. For he didn't get one. Yeah. Well, you know they can't retroactively go back and make new medals. It's terrible. At least he gets one. Because I didn't realize until after the fact, watching crap on YouTube and stuff, that Leia was wearing Han's medal the whole time. She had it with her. Yeah, that's what she was not holding. the whole time. But yeah, well, that's what there were. She was clutching that right. There were parts that I think could have totally made. Han make more sense that if they could have added some dialogue in. So like Leia, when she goes to die and she's reaching out and she's holding Han's medal, if you would have made if if they would have somehow worked into the exposition, this is why I'm not a fucking writer. I don't know how, but I think there's a way mm-hmm. to work it into the exposition there to be like, oh, Leia was projecting Han. That's why she has Han's medal. Right. And now all of a sudden, Han coming back makes a little bit more sense it does. to me. And it right. feels a little better. Right. Um, but in a, in a movie and in a universe where when you see someone like that, it's a force projection. Yeah. To all of a sudden be like, you're just a dream or a memory. Uh-huh. Just felt like it was... That's the only time it felt like it was trying too hard for fan service. 
I would agree. Like, hey, but, we got to throw again, Han in here. I think that's the that's the Carrie Fisher. No, I agree. I agree. I but don't think that was ever the intention. I would have even loved it more if it was fucking Luke. Yeah, it would have you know show Luke as a fucking Force ghost. I, and I also heard this. This is what I heard. I don't know if it was for this scene. There was an Anakin Hayden Christensen scene cut. Yeah, he found I heard the that scene. As well. I don't know what it was. Um, I can't imagine it would be anything else well, other than a so what Force I ghost. what I heard was that at least in the writers' room, and I don't know if this ever made it to film. But in the writers' room, there was a lot of consternation, a lot of back and forth. Um, about whether or not the scene that is all of the Jedi voices for Leia, whether they show up as Force ghosts or not, there, right. Right. and there was a lot of back and forth. So I'd be willing to bet. I wish they, they that had when to, they, they that they when go. they brought those characters in to record that audio footage, that they also just had them in garb to get. Like right. I'd be willing to bet there is footage that could work as them all as Force ghosts because. They didn't actually need to make a scene. They just need to wear that shit while they're recording well, you, that dialogue. Not even that. You could have taken old fucking footage of all of them and right. just made it look like a force ghost. Oh, for sure. And no one would have given a fuck. For sure. To see Mace Windu standing next to Hayden Christensen and uh, yeah. I don't, people standing next to a live action Ahsoka. How fucking right. imp would yeah. that shit have been? Yeah. yeah. I was stoked that we heard Ahsoka's voice though. Like me too. That, that alone, yeah. like yeah. that one, jumped out to me. Of that, like, as far oh, as cool. fan service goes, that was like fan service, but also showing a knowledge of right. the subject. Well, and matter. I think it's important because I think Ahsoka. I think there, we are definitely. I would put money on an Ahsoka Disney Plus or. Ahsoka feature film. Sure, I can see that. We're getting one of the two. I can see that. I, I like see that, that character yeah. has captured all of the imagination of the entire Star Wars fandom. Yep. She is the one part out of all of the animated stuff that stands out, except I mean, all of it's good. Right. But that character really stands out that I I don't think there is a world where we continue to get Star Wars shit that's live action that we don't get something Ahsoka. Whether it be She's a character in one of the Disney Plus shows, or it's her own Disney Plus show where right. she's in one of the spinoffs. Right. But the new trilogy I'm seeing is all High Republic. I was going to say, well, it's not a trilogy anymore. It's a saga. Oh, Because okay. they're not going to stick to the trilogy format. And that's what I kind of read, too. The next saga takes place during the High Republic era. Which, which I think is cool. For like 400 years yeah. before like Skywalker shit. Yeah. And I'm on board um, with that. Right. They said Yoda is I think in that's it. The time. Yoda's a Jedi, but he's not obviously the Jedi we know. That's the right move, uh, you know, because he's three, yeah. four hundred years old, somewhere right. in there. Um, a young buck. Uh, so he's a, he's, a, he's a youngster. Uh, maybe he's out there making clones, uh, hey, hey, whatever hey. he's doing. I think that's the for <laughs> sure the right move. I think it is too. Because then you get to have Yoda, right. as your tie-in. But then everything else. Can but be then brand everything new. else can be brand new. You right. you can hear a lot of names that you've heard in lore. Well, and even Yoda can be brand new. Oh, for sure. He's not going to have a cane stumbling around. Yeah. Um, so you're going to see Yoda. Not nearly as, as wise. He'll right. be a little more brash. Right. A yeah. little more yeah. um, <coughs> Excuse me. eager, hopefully. Right. Yep. Yeah, you'll kind of see. Now, this will take place. Was it, would it have been like Darth Bane? Is that right? Yes. That kind of. So. Right. So they were already doing like the whole 
two Siths. Well, I think this was like when that was born. Right. Like okay. The, so that's the Sith right. rule of two. Right. So I think Which this sounds is, badass. Right. right. Well, that's what I, I think because what I think we need more than anything at this. Not need. We don't need anything. Right. But I think if you're going to give me more Star Wars, what I want, not what I need, but what I definitely want is a much bigger exploration of straight up Jedi and Sith lore. Because I think we've had, like, we've seen them in battle. We've seen the Jedi being the Jedi Council that was about to die, but we haven't right. seen, like, true. Jedi Sith relationship and regalia and right. and re- like the the religion factor of it, which is right. interesting to me. Like yeah. that that's that seems like a rich place to pull from. Like sure. actually, who are the fucking Jedi? Right. Who are the fucking Sith? Right. What is like what is this like that core good versus evil that has been at the core of all nine movies? Let me find out more about it. Right. Opposed to like Here's the big plot twist of who's like right. No, man. Right. I'm not gonna hear a Darth Vader voice at the end of this or some right. shit. You know, you're not expecting right. anything like that. So they have to come up with something new. Yeah. Like, tell me a story right. in that universe. Well, that's, that's interesting right. and new and right. Fun. That's why I think for you know, Solo, like it or not, for what it is, Rogue One is a great fucking movie. Rogue One's awesome. Because it's just a badass war movie that happens right. to take place in this universe. Yep. Um, I got and I got enough of the lo- like right. you get you get the Death Star as, as a component. Right. You get the you get to learn a shit ton more about kyber crystals, which I think is a really fucking yep. cool place to explore. Yep. But you didn't have any force sensitives in the whole fucking movie. Absolutely, right. Like very cool. Yep. Very fucking cool movie. Yep. Except that one guy that kept saying the force is but he was. But he, but wasn't, he wasn't force sensitive. He was. Not, he, no. was he was just like a follower. Right. He was like a fucking fanboy. He was like Doctor Strange at the door trying to get in. Still, yeah, yeah. yeah he was a fanboy. I don't know where that came from. I don't know, but I. You love know what? It. Because I read somewhere that uh, uh, Cumberbatch is done as Strange after the after whatever movie he's doing after uh, the next one, Madness, the next Doctor Strange. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just randomly popped in my head. Did he, he say he's done, or is his contract done? They would negotiate more. I honestly do not recall. Huh? I just. Uh, all fairness, that was probably one of those. Just I read the title of the article. Yeah. And I did not read the article. Yeah, because those could be. Because there's two. You know, it could be just sensationalizing the fact of like, oh, he signed a four picture deal, and that's his fourth picture, up, right? Or probably, he, or he actually was like, no, nah, I've had my fun with this. I'm out. I mean, I have those to are two believe, very different things, right? I have to believe if they come up with a new contract, it says, hey, four more movies. Yeah, here's a shit ton of money. Fill it bro. out. Yeah, yeah, right. yep. That it, it hasn't prevented him from being in the other movies he loves to be in. Right, like he's still in like two or three indie flicks a year. Right, right. Like making the ty- right. making the type of art he wants to make. Right. This just allows him to be way more financially stable while making it. I don't see why he wouldn't. Unless he's just like, nope, I don't want to. Which is fine, if yeah. you want to say that. If you don't like but money, it's... I guess. <laughs> you know, if you don't like success. <laughs> What's that other huge Benedict Cumberbatch vehicle? Sherlock Holmes the on BBC? Game. Right. I mean, not that, that movie was dope. Not that he doesn't do other cool shit, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he, he's in a lot of cool shit, but none of it is... But in the last, I could say the same thing. And he can still be in all of that shit. Absolutely. While being Dr. I could say the same thing for Robert Downey Jr. the last 10 years. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. But does anybody else know any of it? But 
to me, and I'm, look, I'm not an actor. I, I don't give a fuck people do. But if someone wants me to be in a Marvel movie for 10 years, sign me on. Then I can do whatever the fuck I want as far as whatever else comes to me. You know, man, I, so I think about shit like this often. About, like, when I see, like, actors or athletes making their decisions. Right. And the one thing that I always fall back on is, like, yeah, I would do X, Y, and Z. I... I don't think Marvel is a degrading type movie. No, it's not about degrading. But, like, I, as a person who has grown up lower middle class my entire life, would make a number of decisions. Sure. If I were in a position that not only do I never have to worry about money again, but my fucking grandkids... Like like right. I, I I I'm spawning if I'm a fuck like I've thought about this in relation to like baseball players signing three hundred and fifty million dollar contracts. Right. Like you are signing a contract that is allowing your grandchildren to be born retired. Right. Right. Like so if I had that kind of fucking if I had Marvel fucking money mm-hmm. I don't know what I do because, like, in, you're right. It makes 100 percent perfect sense. They're like, yeah, I'll keep doing this and do the things I love. But why? Like, if I what, like, so, I don't, I don't. Well, this know how is to the live whole, in a not survival mode way. This is the same like, in my mindset. So how, right. how do I? How do I? How do you even approach it? Well, then it's the same. It's a lottery question. If you win the lottery tomorrow and you get. Ten hundred million dollars or whatever, ten million dollars a year the rest of your life. Uh-huh. You are set. Your kids are set. Grandkids are set. Maybe even them. What do you do? Travel the fucking world. You know, like for these fa- for these cats. And it's also different of like. But after you do that for they, five years. Well, the other thing is like right. these cats didn't win the lottery. Okay, I won a lottery, but they've they have, <laughs> but they haven't in the sense of like. They were making really good money before, like, Benedict Cumberbatch was on multi-million dollar deals before Marvel. Sure. So, like, Marvel, it wasn't like, no, he it was wasn't gonna like be okay. he was a middle class no, guy that absolutely. won the lottery. Sure. He was like, I'm already set. Oh, right. shit, icing on the cake? Right. Why the fuck not? Sure. Robert Downey Jr. You know, Robert Downey Jr. was okay. It was okay. Sure. Chris Evans was doing going to be just fine. fine. No, absolutely. Like, all, all of these of them. guys, no, they, right. didn't, they didn't, no. they weren't a middle class cat that won the lottery. Marvel really has never discovered an actor. They're not no. going to, you know what I mean? They're no. not bringing, not like they really have certain them. other, like the boys or whatever who bring in newer people. Marvel's never be like, ooh, who's that? Yeah, they no, haven't taken, you, you know these like, people from something. Their biggest no-name was Tom Holland. Right. And that dude had a career. Right, right. Like, oh, who's 19th on the call sheet? Oh, Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> who's that? Yeah. So, people got trailers. They're, yeah, they're good to go. Right, right. They're set. But at the same time, you know, they had to earn that. And, you know, sure, they had to earn it. Which right. is, I, which is why I don't, I'm not taking it away from them. Sure. I'm also, I'm just saying, but I, know, but I, know, I can't know. wrap my head around what that thought process is even like. Right. My entire life has been well, survival mode. And I imagine most of my life will be. Right. Well, no, but it's more like, you know, when you, if you're set and you have boom in the bank, do you keep going to work? You gotta do something to occupy the rest of your life, for right? For sure. Right? But then that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe let's say I'm Benedict Cumberbatch because that's okay. the name that we keep coming up. Yeah. Maybe for him, it's kind of fun. Making to say. it is. Yeah. Maybe making another fucking World War One movie because it feels like that's all he goddamn does. Yeah. Maybe making another one of those movies and just like chewing on that character is more fun for him than doing a goddamn 
two month press tour and signing up for a huge blockbuster, Fair. and then a bunch of fucking fanboys are going to sit in their basement and pick apart. Sure, like there, there's a lot about that. Like if I'm an actor, and especially one that's that good, I don't know that I want that. If I've already got the money, I'm like, all right, cool. I've already got all the money. Let me just go make the movies that I like. Yeah. That are going to get released. Like, I'll be top bill. They'll get released on smaller screens. Some people will love them. Some people won't see them. It's not like those aren't the type of movies that people are going to hate on. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't need the money, maybe that's a lot more enjoyable than the stress of being like, I'm going to do this and coming with it is going to be a two-month press tour, no, and it's going to be yeah. a five-month filming, right. and it's going to be picked apart for years. Well, that's why, I mean, we talk about this, and when that's why when I see celebrities, quote-unquote, lose it, you uh-huh. know, they go on benders or whatever, mm-hmm. I, in a way, I'm like, I kind of get it. For sure. If, especially when you're to a certain level and you have X amount of money and you never have to work again and you're uh-huh. neither to your kids and grandkids and generations are set. When you don't know what to do with your life, you're going to fucking do it all. Right. Or none of it. And it's... The older I get, the more and more I feel for Britney Spears. Right. Like, where I think about just, like, the total fucking meltdown she had. Did you you ever see that South Park where they did that whole, like, I forget where it was, but, like, every 10 years there's a new Britney Spears-type girl... And basically, it's the world just sacrifices that person to the sun god or whatever appeases this thing because there's just a new. No, I, I haven't mean, seen it. They, they're constantly chasing her down. It's it's ridiculous. It's South Park. Yeah. It's great, but yeah, I'm just, I, I'm just it, like, like it I makes sense. It. Like right. to be like right. to say she because like, she did grow up right like middle class, lower middle right. class, and then basically did hit the lottery right. And then at like seventeen, she was all of a sudden a millionaire, and a bunch of creepy dudes wanted to fuck her. Right. Uh, like so, then by the time she was twenty five and had two kids, like yeah, I when I was when I was twenty seven and had two kids, I kind of lost my mind. Right. You know? Yeah. I didn't have all the other stuff. Right. I still had my regular ass life. Fucking a. Fucking a. I love that expression for some reason. Because it's fucking a. It's a great. It feels very seventies to me. Yeah. Fucking A. I don't know. Feels like a tough guy. Yeah. So anyway, I always think of uh, Office Space. You see the end of Office Space? All right, I've seen Office Space. But Where they're doing the constru- after the building burns yeah. down, they're doing construction or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and he just goes, uh, working outside, getting some tans, some exercise, not a bad day. He's like, fucking A, man. He's like, <laughs> fucking A. a. <laughs> I just love fucking that expression. A, right. uh, but I don't know. feels very 70s to me. So I... I <laughs> I'm trying to move away from my uh, bro, yeah, and my not for nothing. Okay, so I'm trying to go. Just trying to be real cognizant little of those fucking decisions. A. Yeah, fucking a. that one saying never caught on. Like I, this fucks. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't catch on. Like I thought I. Yeah. No, I thought but I was onto something new. It's got its time. Yeah, it'll yeah. get there. I'm gonna try and sell it this year. Yeah, that's my that's my goal. Well, you want to you, you want to admit that coin. You've got to. Uh, you got to slow play it. You know, you just got to work it in. You just got to say it enough times. I am much more on the pulse of every. Pe- people don't want to admit this. I've been wearing manpreys for like twenty years now. Yeah, they're in style. Came back around. My son wears pants like these. Ah, uh, I'm just telling you, it hurts when I tell him that. He also wears champion all the time. Just, and like when we were growing up, that shit was like Kmart. That was fucking, that was straight venture. Yeah, yeah. That if, was if you opened that Chris, was venture Blu-ray. If you opened the box on Christmas and it said champion, you 
were upset. Yeah. Yeah. Someone didn't like you. Right. Yes. Where's my fucking Umbros? Who mom? didn't try, Grandma? Right. Yeah. Where's my Umbros? My Umbros. They still make Umbros? Fuck yeah, they make okay. Umbros. But just like at the soccer stores? I yeah. didn't see it at like Dick's or anything. Yeah. Okay. No, it's straight. It's just, it's back to pure soccer. I used to love my Umbros. Yeah. You know who liked the Umbros? It was the ladies. If you just wore them around the house, the ladies like the silky Umbros. Oh. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the... Well, soccer I, shorts are so big. When yeah. I was wearing Umbros, I was in the third grade. <laughs> so... I'm talking high school. High school time, I was wearing some Umbros. Right. Okay, that makes sense. So, sure. Like, right. the ladies yeah. were not on my radar. Like I said, I, I, don't I, do, I don't do numbers. I don't yeah. do time. When I was yeah. 10, you were 20. This is fair. This is fair. Very di- the ladies has a very different context at that yeah. point. I was, probably, I was probably 19. Maybe 20. <laughs> Maybe 20. Maybe 20. A um, couple other things I wanted to get at. Tell me what you want to hit first. Okay. They say the Snyder Cut is three and a half hours. Yeah. Would you watch that in a theater? No. At the time, would have you watched it in a theater? No. <coughs> does it? Do you, does it just because you don't trust DC? Yep. Okay. Even at the time, would I you didn't. watch it now? Like if they yes. released it on DVD, you could watch it at your 100%. house. Okay. One hundred percent. Or whatever the streaming, yeah. whatever the kids are doing 100%. these days. One hundred percent. You know, I'm gonna get it I on VHS. I wouldn't spend twelve dollars to not be able to pause it when I had to piss. Okay. That that's the line for me. All right. Like I, I would not spend twelve dollars to be uncomfortable for half of it. Yeah, I'd pay just I'm out of interest alone at this point. I think I'd pay. Oh, I see it. I'd pay twenty bucks yeah. to see it at my house. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't pay twelve to see it uncomfortably in a theater. Yeah, and I wouldn't have at the time. I I saw Justice League. I don't think I even. I'm trying to think. Did I see that in theaters even at two hours? I didn't see Justice League in the theater. I didn't. I, I saw Batman v Superman. I saw that in the theater. And that was the one where I was like, oh, yeah, DC's yeah. still yep. not doing a great job. I saw Suicide Squad in the theater. So did I. Um, because it looked awesome. It looked because great. they sold it well. Yes. Most of what it they was sold terrible. was not on the movie. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, the trailers are still pretty good. But yeah, I, so I didn't see a two-hour Justice League in theaters. I definitely wouldn't have seen a three-and-a-half-hour one. Yeah. But now... I would watch the shit out of it. Not in the theater, though. I would... Yeah, I don't know that I'd go out to go... I would I, Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But at this point, the folks at Warner Brothers need to do a lot more than a publicity stunt to earn my trust again. Yeah, for real. Like, I'm not... I, I did see Wonder Woman in theaters, and I will see Wonder Woman 84 in theaters. Um, I don't think I saw Wonder Woman in theaters. I did, and I don't regret it. And I, I, I trust it enough. That I bought I'll it. See, I, I paid for it. I'll I have see, it. So I, I'll I, see Wonder Woman eighty four in theaters this summer. Yeah, um, but I didn't see Aquaman. I did not see theaters. Aquaman in theaters either. I didn't no. see Justice League. I, yeah, I like for DC to sell me anything, but what I'll probably see. I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I'll probably see the Suicide Squad in theaters. Just because I trust. Oh, you mean uh, Birds of Prey or whatever? No, I, the new the new Suicide Squad. What new? Oh, oh, with the one uh, that James Gunn's made. Idris Elba or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I probably won't see Birds of Prey in theaters. I might. I'm not so. I'm not sure yet. I can't tell if I want to or not. I. I w- it's one that I will see like if the opportunity's right. It's yeah. one that like I'm not going to hustle I, to it. Yeah. If 
it happens to be in theaters at a time that you got nothing going. Libby and I happen to have a sitter, right? And there's nothing else interesting in the theater, right? Yeah, sure. Or like, if it's you know, it'll be summer break. So if I'm not working and like afternoon off, yeah, there's right. there's just there's a lot of variables at play that right. say like I'm not going to say I won't, but I'm not going to go out of my way. No, to. no, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Um, one thing I saw that I thought looked awesome, kind of looking forward to now, especially after the Watchmen uh, Matrix series on HBO, female lead. Really? They haven't said if it's Trinity. They haven't said any uh, no plot, but that's what they once they're doing a Matrix four, uh-huh. um, and then that will apparently lead into a okay. series on HBO. Okay. Um, I think they did good things with the Watchmen. I from one hundred percent. I mean HBO can well. They do some shitty things. Let's be yeah, do that too. Like, uh, we 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 did just end Game of Thrones. We did. So yeah. don't. Yeah. Let, let's take it easy on. But saying. they also did start Game of Thrones, so they did some good things. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Um, I'm just saying they're not infallible. Not at all. Not at all. I only saw this because I was looking at the. Um, there's a new set picture for the new Bill and Ted. Yeah. With them I and saw their daughters that. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I saw obviously looking at Keanu. Looking very dad. Fuck yeah. He had like yeah. a full-on dad bod going Dude, where you don't really see Keanu looking a little Keanu plump. Keanu Reeves yeah. is just the best. He is the best, isn't he? He's just the goddamn yeah. best. Like, Keanu Reeves, like, when I think about, like, just the the patriarchs, the, the guys that I just, when I think of, like, middle-aged men that just seem so charming and delightful, it's... Keanu Reeves, Paul Rudd, Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Like, those three, a good list. to me, are just like, yeah. you guys are just so fucking charming, yeah. and I just I just love you. Yeah. You know? Yep. You just seem wonderful in every way. Yeah, fuck you for being so good. Yeah. It's not fair. You're making the rest of us look terrible. Yeah, like, you're just sweethearts. Yep. And funny. <laughs> and good action stars. And, and just all of it. That's why... I hate them and love them. Yeah. It's not fair that Van Wilder can also be Deadpool. Right? That's not fair. It really isn't. It's not fair because Deadpool is a gross, burnt motherfucker, yet yeah. still looks pretty yeah. good because you know it's Ryan Reynolds. And then also be married to Blake Lively. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair either. And have just like a wonderfully charming life and seem to be very funny and yeah. together and not seem like really fucked up at all. You know what I rewatched the other night? That made me laugh more the second time. I'm not sure why. Uh, was the Will Ferrell SNL? Which one? Uh, this year, where Ryan Reynolds is in the crowd. Oh and, yes, the first bit was so yes. good. The first time it kind of <laughs> took me out of it. I'm like, do I like this? I'm not sure what. I don't know if I like this. And I, I watched totally the second time. About it. It, is, it was, was so, a great bit. It was just great all around. I mean, uh, <laughs> just my favorite kind of Ryan Reynolds. Very shocked, surprised. Well, and, that's my favorite kind of Ryan Reynolds. And my favorite kind of Will Ferrell. Yes, yeah. Like, yes. Will Ferrell just being, like, kind of so awkward yes. and charming, yeah. but not being so stupid yep. that he's unrelatable. And then, like, you know, you put a little cherry on top with Tracy Morgan coming out. Yeah. So it was, it was good stuff. Yeah. Was that good was, stuff. that's a great. I think that was on a couple weekends ago, the rerun. Yeah. Uh, and oh I forgot how good that was. Yeah. So, anyways. You know, I, Ryan uh, Reynolds. Speaking of Paul Rudd. Yes. Always. Please. I was just really disappointed that I didn't see that Ghostbusters trailer in front of Star Wars. Yeah. Because I just want to see it on the big screen. I yeah. am 
uh, Brandon, I am so fucking excited about that movie. I can't contain it. I know. It's I, I think it should be fun. Contain it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm so jazzed. I didn't. This is weird. I was had the TV on. I forget where I was in the house, so I wasn't watching the TV. Uh huh. And there was a commercial, and it was for, you know, some insurance company, I think. Uh-huh. But it was Annie Potts as her character as Ghostbusters. What? Yes. And I ran in the room to catch what? it, but I didn't get it. And I haven't been able to catch it yet. We, we need to look it up. We may need to pause and look it up and come back. Yeah, all right. Uh, because it doesn't sell it for me, but then it just reemphasizes, well, they're selling her Rick Moranis. They're back. has to show up. They're back. So, all right. We'll yeah, take a we'll break, pause real quick. Yeah, and please. we will be back. Hey guys, John here from Altered State. Just want to fill you in about the best spot down in Soulard, DB Sports Bar. Um, you find yourself uh, looking to go to a Birds game this year, you can always park there, catch a free golf cart down. One of the top menus in Soulard, open till 3. Um, odds are, you find yourself down there, you might find one of us. So come in, say hey, we'd love to catch up with you. See you there. All right, back again. Yes, we're back. Too so, many pee breaks. Not at all. We're, these, getting, we're getting old. These little helpers. We're getting old. Uh, oh, don't remind me. So, so just, you know, like I said, Ghostbusters are coming out. It wasn't. It was QuickBooks. Yeah. Uh, Annie Potts doing her Janine. Yeah. Uh, fantastic, as always. Xbox is listening to me doing something here. I just can't believe we live in the world. That, like, <clears throat> I'm, I'm just so, I'm just so happy. To right? live in the world that we live in. Yeah. Every time I get down, I just think, oh, yeah, we're getting more Ghostbusters. Right. We're getting more Star Wars. Right? We're getting more, we're getting another Avengers movie. Unreal. Man, so that's another one. I, so, I think for the first time, probably since Doctor Strange, I'm trying to think. If I think of all the Marvel movies to date, I think think Doctor Strange is the only one I didn't see in theaters. Oh, really? I think. I know I didn't see it in theaters, but yeah, I, I didn't see Doctor Strange until I rented it. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones. I'm pretty sure that's it. Um, you saw so, all the like, Hulks and everything? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. But I think... Uh, Black Widow might be my second one. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to see in theaters. No desire for that one. I wouldn't say no desire. No. But the like, I I have loved Scarlett Johansson's portrayal of the character. I think she's been awesome. I just don't know if that character is particularly interesting to me. Okay. And I think the like the fact that it's. Re- retroactive kind of past I don't I, I just don't know not sure if you care yeah like every time like I've seen the trailer and every time I see the trailer I want to be more excited than I am yeah I can see that um like and then when I see like David Harbour I like I again I want to be excited but I'm just like ah eh. I mean I've also seen Hellboy so I just also don't yeah. know but I've seen Stranger Things if, right I'm just like I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I, I mean, everything else they've done has been at worst good. <laughs> so, um, like, it's it's going to be better than Thor: The Dark World. 
Let's hope, yes. You know? Yeah. But I just, for whatever reason, just don't... I don't know if it's the end game, like, just a lot is allow, I'm allowing myself to breathe after it, or like... Yeah, I mean, well, it won't be out, <coughs> excuse me, until what, the summer, I'm guessing? Yeah, the summer. See, it's almost a year separated from maybe yeah. Marvel stuff. But I know what you mean, it's still... I just don't know what it is. I'm churning out the shit. Well, I think it's weird. It's because... What else are you going to spend money on? Well, it almost feels like... And this is probably a smart move, but it feels like Black Widow is kind of a palate cleanser. Because whatever movie comes next, chronologically, mm-hmm. has to start the next real threat. You would assume, um, yeah. Which, and Black Widow... Because we know it's taking place well, in a different time frame with characters that are already dead in our current chronology, right? I think kind of excuses it from that. Yeah, I, like Black. Well, Widow, I was say, don't you have Loki jumping around with the fucking stone too? So he could pop up anywhere. Yeah, but that's going to be his Disney Plus movie. And, well, and I still feel like Strange, whatever Doctor Strange, it would be the horror movie. Yeah, and that's going to take place in multiverses apparently too. Right, but those are going to be. Try to think of how to say that. All of those, I think, are going to really tie in. I think Black Widow is just going to be a standalone movie. Like, there's, I they'll obviously do something that has some sort of implications in different places. But I think in reality, I think what it is, is that Marvel knows they fucked up waiting so long to have a female-led movie. Yeah. And then, give you a few. And I think... They should have done Black Widow two fucking years ago, three sure. years ago, and allow it to be part of the continuity. They could have done it right after the first but, Iron Man, just to right. build her, yeah. But now that they're not, or not, like it just feels like they're kind of cleaning cleaning right. their shit up. It's a little, and, little makeup call for the home team. Right, well, it feels yeah. like it's a makeup call, yeah. and it's also like, ooh, if this is the only movie we put out in 2020... We get to keep our box office presence and essentially buy ourselves another year right. to build the next big thing. Right. I know what you mean. Because this movie is exempt from having to build the next big thing because it's a character we all know and love and have seen a bunch of. Yeah. But also, we know when it takes place and we know she's dead. I still feel like it could hint to the next big thing in ways with, I think it'll do a lot of Nick Fury service too. Answering how long has he been a scroll? Blah blah blah. Sure, because he'll be involved. He has to be involved. With but all those her. things could be like that's that's just cleaning up loose ends left it, from it ending. is. It it's is. not planting sure. new seeds. Sure. Well, I think it could. And I think that's a good yeah. thing. I but I but it, it also just. I think it could, it, I think it will. I think what that will show as far as the Nick Fury angle goes, he's been gone building. Um, what the hell's it called? The, that fleet that they build in the fucking space. Um. I'm too blind. Oh, there's a name for it. Um, yeah. Basically, uh, what was? Um, oh my god, I'm blanking. Um, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh, shield, basically shield in space. I yeah. can't think of what the name of it was, but there's like a space what, the Nova Core. Nova, no, Nova that's Core not, was something that, else. No, yeah, that, that's Nick Fury. Like when when they show him in Captain Marvel at the end on that fleet that he's built, they're basically at the end of Spider Man. Was that what Spider Man was? Yeah, yeah end whatever of it was. Far Sorry. From home. Yes, yes. Where Nick Fury's on the beach, but it's like a holodeck. Yeah. Different pole. Yeah. Um, Got your Star Trek pole. Right, there you go. Um, which I had news for that, but I'm going to save it. Yeah. Um, 
how no one knows how long he's been there doing yeah. that. So I think this will answer how long he's been there. But if sure. he's been there for ten plus years, he that's a lot of story to tell. Sure, and I think that could play in. What I'm interested in: <clears throat> Do we have a confirmed timeline on when Scarlet Witch or uh, uh, Black Widow is? I feel like they did confirm it, but I don't have it. Because I'm wondering, is that taking place in those five years after the snap before Endgame? Because I think that could be interesting. Yeah, that could be. Um, Because I don't know when else she would have time to go back to Russia. Because this is clearly all taking place in Russia. It would appear that way. Um, And, like, when would she be going back to see her family? Like, it it could seem to me like... After a catastrophe of that magnitude, and the Avengers disband, like, and she is reflecting on the family that she found in the trailer, at least. So, like, that means she has to have lost something at this point. That I'm wondering if it takes place in that five year window. Yeah, I saw something uh, earlier, and I did not write it down. Um, because I never, you know, like oh, we're not gonna get into Black Widow, but of course everything veers into Black Widow. Right. You know why? I, I still haven't found it. I'm still trying to find it. Um, but I found myself, I don't want to say liking her more. Um, when I found out she's uh, engaged, maybe now married to Colin Jost. <laughs> yeah. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Like oh, now she's kind of funny. Oh, I just love Scarlett Johansson. Um, and always have. I just, I just think she's made me like delightful. him a whole lot more too. I just think she's delightful. Like, he's definitely playing on his league. Oh my goodness! On and on so many levels. Funny, I mean, yeah, funny nerdy guy getting uh, Scarlett Johansson. Are you kidding me? That's just not. Well, fair. it's like not not only is she just outrageous, just beautiful, but also just like all the money in the world. I forget the joke, uh, but uh, uh, on update, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, there uh, Pete Davidson's making fun of giving Colin Joe shit or whatever. And he's like, you know, I get shit for who I date, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, you're hanging out with all the Avengers and at least sleeping with one of them that we know of. (laughs) 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 But then they would show a picture of like all of them. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of funny. So, because I forget Pete Davidson's, I guess, dating some, I forget someone who's a little older, I I guess. I don't don't know. He's been, yeah. uh, In the tabloids all the time. Libby keeps up with that shit, and it's always always entertaining to me. I can't keep up with it anymore. We'll sit down and watch SNL, and then Pete Davidson comes on, and he'll make like two jokes that I don't quite get. (laughs) Right. And then Libby will be laughing and be like, all right, Libby, who's he fucking now? Right, right. Yeah, he's like Kate Beckinsale. What? Someone who's like like our age. Yeah. Because he's like, what, 21, 22? I don't even know what he is. Yeah. So. I still can't find the. Uh, I apologize. I just want to keep keep. You should digging here. I know it's terrible. You should apologize. It's terrible uh, newscasting. Uh, what are you gonna do? Unforgivable. Fuck off. Go to Twitter yourselves if you don't right. like it. It's on there somewhere. At this point, because we have our own inside sources. Yeah. You know, at this point, you already know. Obviously, so, the news that yeah. we're getting is it's right. Is right. Front page. Hot off the press, as right. they used to say before my day. As they used to say. Yeah. In our prime, what uh, we were we were given DC shit, but one thing I'm looking forward to is they're gonna wrap up Crisis. Uh huh. I think it looks badass, man. I don't know what they're gonna do, um, but I'm pumped to see it happen. I'll be there. Uh, have you watched the other the first two? I watched the first one. First one. Okay. There's two more I got to see. Are there two more? They they do three. They, they did three. Oh, then they do four or five uh, or like because yeah. I know they do two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
It's a five-part crossover, yeah. and I only watched but the last two were the first one. Back-to-back. Okay. And those are like in a week, I think. Yeah, those are, I think it's the 13th. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I know it's coming Just, up. I'm excited for it. I, I love I loved it. I've loved Arrow for a long time. I I'm telling you, I loved Flash. I I am finally reaching my I think I am just reaching a point of burnout and too many things. Just oversaturation? Yeah. And it's it's concerning. I'm not gonna lie. Because I don't know. It, it's concerning because I don't know if it's oversaturation in the market or if I am just kind of having a harder time finding joy in my life. I don't. I don't know. Well, no. I, I think when there's, I feel like I, I well, I, I could be in kind of a dark place right now. I, mean, I don't know. No, not at all. I think I look at it this way. Um, there are thousands and were thousands of comics to choose from when you were a kid. Yeah. How many were you really into? Two or three. Uh, now they're just TV shows. Yeah. Just because you don't love all of them doesn't mean you're... Well, it's not... You know, it, it's not... The, it's that... Black I, Lightning isn't supposed to talk to you. Right. But that's... That it's, it's woman that doesn't necessarily... You know what I mean? It's not it's supposed to be I made for you. Loved, I've loved Flash from the get-go. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm just not interested. And I watched all the way up through last season. Like, it's not like I gave up two years well, ago. Well, it's... You have less free time but in your life to enjoy certain just, things. It's just odd. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. It's, I understand. It, it, it's concerning to me. <laughs> it's a thread that I've noticed at different points in my life I think recently. You're, I think life. you're overlooking it. I think you're looking too hard at it. Am I Am I yeah. having a hard time? Yeah. But speaking of things that I do still fucking love that just came back and crushed was Doctor Who. I've never been a big Doctor Who fan, but I, you talked about that last week a little bit before yep. uh, we went on I've air. I got my Doctor Who tattoo, man. I've, yeah, I know. The, I, know. The, I, I, I enjoy I it when I watch you. episodes here and there. I've just never. Well, so you know the thing is, gotten into I, the whole lore. I loved the whole like when they so when they brought it back. It's the first series they brought back was with Chris Eccleston. Um, I loved his series. Then I loved all the David Tennant stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I loved. All of the Matt Smith stuff, and then they brought in Peter Capaldi, and I didn't love the writing on the Capaldi seasons. Um, like I think they made him like way too much of a curmudgeon. Like I think they leaned into the fact that they got an older guy, um, in a way that I just didn't. And I and I loved Capaldi's portrayal of the character. I just didn't love the writing in those seasons. I just I think they lost a lot of the fun that was always there. Like I think with Doctor Who, it's always been a show that like yes, it's science fiction and it's good science fiction, but it's also kind of cheesy science fiction and yeah. it's always been self-aware enough to like in the moments that are cheesy lean into it and make it like, no, we're all laughing together. We're not making something bad. We're all laughing together. And then letting the moments of um, darkness and honesty be dark and honest. And there's always been a like a super nice balance of like silliness and darkness. And then I feel like the, yeah. Right. But I feel like the Capaldi seasons, they were like trying to make deep, 
good like cinematic decisions and it's like ah, we're not here for this I know like mean. okay i need this to be a little bit cheaper i need this to be a little bit sillier because that's what this like that that's what i come to here for okay um and see i can't speak to it either way because i've never invested enough time into it to know what emotions i should be feeling yeah. from show to show sure um, because certain shows are very deep, some some are uh-huh. not. Some are very emotional. Some are very hokey, quirky, For you know. Sure. But, but fun, yeah. Um, but I've never. I honestly can't say I've watched a complete season ever. Okay. Um, but I've watched three out of here, five sure. out of here. You know, shit like that. Um, so I know all the references mm-hmm. for the most part. But I but I still feel like I'm a poser. It's, I I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I, I would never be like oh. I know, I know Doctor Who. Right. Sign me up for that trivia. Not a chance in right. fucking hell. You know what I mean? If the answer isn't TARDIS, I don't know it. <laughs> so, well, so like we had three seasons of Capaldi that, again, I liked him. I just didn't love the writing. And then last year they brought Jodie Whittaker. Right. So like we're getting the first female Doctor and we're getting a younger Doctor. And I was like, okay. And last series, that was her first one, I loved her as the character she was I mean, she was pitch perfect she was fun and jaunty and silly but also had some weight to like really really she was great but the episodes weren't particularly great okay like, I, I just feel like they didn't i feel like she was great and i feel like her companions were good but i just don't feel like they quite put it all together. I don't think the writing team quite knew what they had. Okay. And then when I watched this series premiere, it was like, oh, we're back. Gotcha. Like, oh, this is this yeah. is why I'm here. And it's a two-parter, and the second part airs tonight. So I'm very excited um, to watch that after this typesetter show I'm going It's to. not BBC, but every time I think of BBC, I always think of PBS, which yeah. to me is basically our same yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, but we were talking earlier about uh, Austin, Austin City, City Limits. Limits. Um, but last night, last night I think I watched. It's like a five-part documentary. I only watched like the first part, but it's two hours. That country music documentary. Oh yeah. Have you watched any of that? I've caught pieces of it. I watched my my TV in my bedroom is only on Channel Nine. Oh nice. Cause yeah. So like, because we turned on in the morning when the kids crawl into our bed. Yeah. PBS Kids. That's Steve Burns. Because PBS Burns Kids is the fucking best. Yeah. All of those cartoons rule. I, I dare say they're the best on television. Yeah. Um, and then at night, like when Libby and I lay down, we turn it on just to then turn on Netflix or Amazon Prime or Hulu. Right. So like as far as channel, we don't have cable hooked up to that TV. So it's just always on Channel 9. So when I turn it on before I get to Netflix, I'll always be a, a few minutes of Channel 9 and I'll catch, you know, bits and pieces. Right. It was great. I sat there and watched it for almost the full two hours without moving. I went... I think I think a bathroom break somewhere in there, but it was or, you know it's any type of music like that uh-huh. draws me in. Yeah, did I know any of it? Fucking not really. Sure. Of course. I mean, it was. It takes. They they break it down to like you know chunks of time, and this said from basically the beginning of time to you know nineteen twenty two or whatever. What you know? So they you know there's just showed. I'll do one more. Sure. All the. How you know country music started mixing together with, you know, Welsh music, Irish music, English music, you know, African music, banjo. I didn't even realize banjo was a fucking African instrument. Did you know this? Uh-huh. I didn't even know that. I don't know how that missed me the whole time. Um, 
but just you know, really cool shit. Um, people should watch it regardless. I mean, if you even if you don't like country music, it really doesn't involve listening to a lot of country music. It's just it really is like more of a history of America. Yeah. Um, pretty cool doc. I'll end up watching. I got the other one set to record, and I'll, and I'll get to them when I get to them. PBS kind of thing, just but, kills it, man. Like, I still love PBS, man. I'm t- I when so when the girls were born. I was so frustrated. Mr. Rogers is still I, on. I still watch right? it now and then. Yeah. I was so frustrated that I couldn't find good cartoons. For the, I was like, where are the fucking Saturday morning cartoons? Right. It killed me. Yep. And for like probably first two years they were alive, couldn't find shit. You know, it was like, and even like Cartoon Network and Disney XD, they're making shit for me. Right. You know, they're, and at, at, at youngest, they're making shit for. 10 or 11 year olds they're not making kids cartoons right and it was like i fell back into pbs and all of a sudden i was like holy shit these are all awesome it's really good quality fucking programming. wild right? rats daniel tiger's neighborhood yep fucking molly of denali i don't know that one but okay. oh it's new yeah uh fucking xavier riddle's secret museum uh This one that I have been jamming on since the summer called Let's Go Luna. Okay. It's, uh, it was made by the same people that made Rocco's Modern Life. Yes. So visually it's the exact same animation. Okay. Um, but Luna is the moon, uh, played by Judy Greer. Love it. So it's Judy Greer's voice. Um, and it follows these kids whose parents own a traveling circus Okay. Um, and so every episode. Modern time? Yeah. Okay. So every episode takes place in a different country. And so during the day, when the moon is not doing its job in the sky, Luna comes down from the sky. And because Luna's the moon and knows everyone everywhere, takes all these kids on like these adventures where you learn about these foreign countries. Wow. So it's like, it's educational because like, you're learning about foreign countries. Yeah. But it looks real zany and cool like Rocco's Modern Life did. And it's like funny enough and sweet enough that because it's Judy Greer who's just goddamn delightful. I do not mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But that always makes me laugh. <laughs> on Super Troopers? Super Troopers. It's on Comedy Central. It's on the background. I apologize. But it's the very, it's towards the end. The sex doll hanging out the sunroof. Yeah. But they blur the out. Cruiser. They blur out the boobs on the sex doll. Like that's obscene. That's the obscene part of the sex doll. The vinyl is the rubber. Yes, the yeah. plastic. Oh my god! Meanwhile, the mouth wide open. Right, which is what they're aiming for. <laughs> Anyways, I, that, I'm sorry. That makes me laugh. I don't know why they blur out yeah, the boobs. That's ridiculous. Anyways, on a sex doll. But yeah, dude, I apologize. Let's it, go. Luna. It, it pulled me right out of it. I'm sorry. It's, yeah, we're talking PBS, right? And I PBS go, Kids and I go, Wars. sex doll. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But it's I'm going to hell. Their animation is kill, and they have like, and who was the other? They have uh, Nature Cat, and that one. Who's the voice of that? He's an SNL guy. Uh, uh, Bobby Moynihan. Oh, okay, sure. Or is it Horatio Sands? It's one of the two of them. Okay, I think it's Bobby Moynihan. Uh, he does a lot of voiceover stuff. Not a lot. Um, he does voiceover stuff. But it's like they're getting really good, like high quality animation and like educational but not in a forceful way like right. just like it's just Rogers. culture right it's, right it's right. exactly what it is right. and i it is the type of shit that i put on for my kids and i'm happy for them to watch 
But I genuinely enjoy it. You enjoy it with them, right? And it's not like I like I enjoy it when I watch Gravity Falls with them too, right. but it's because Gravity Falls is like my fucking nerddom. Right. Whereas like I enjoy watching these because there's just good fucking programming. Right. Like well, oh, it's cool to see this shit about the Moscow Circus. Like it's cool to sure. see this shit about Barcelona. Well, you're finally to a point too in life, or not finally to a point, but is that a point in life where when you you can there's not a, you realize there's not a lot of programming that you can sit down with your children and both yeah. kind of enjoy or yeah. even tolerate. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you're just putting up with whatever they feel like watching. Yeah. It's hard to find something where you're like, oh, well, that's right. kind of nice. You know and what I mean? All the PBS yeah. shit is at its nails. Yep. All of it's yep. enjoyable. Yeah. And they have like the one Wild Kratz is th- these two brothers, and they're like actual adult people that are brothers, like they're real people, Martin yeah. and I don't remember the other one's name, but they're uh, like animal people. I don't know if they're biologists or what the fuck they are, okay. but they're like they're like Steve Irwin types. Okay, sure. Um, but the show is like part them actually talking about a creature and then part animated where then like they are have their team of scientists and they get creature powers, so they just teach you about these fucking animals, and it's like, oh man, that animal is really dope, and this is kind of cute, like nice. I'm I'm telling you. What did I, I see recently? And I w- I was laughing, <laughs> not because of what I'm about to say. You ever had one of those jokes in your head that you like? You laugh, but you're like, I cannot yeah, say that out for loud. Sure. I just had one of those. Um, so I'm I'm moving past it. I'm trying good, to think good. of something yeah, else. Exercise those demons. I'm, no, I'm I'm not going to say what I was thinking about. Um, but uh, Steve Irwin's niece or something took like a bikini picture, and like the internet went insane. Oh, it was probably his daughter. I don't think it was she his was daughter. On Dancing with the Stars. And okay, shit. maybe it was. Okay. She'd be that age. She's, okay, she's well, like I, 18, 19. I didn't see what the big deal was. I mean, it was sure it was like oh. a selfie with her, like the camera pointing down at her with nothing but her face and her boobs. It's because people are fucking creeps. But isn't man. that what twenty-one-year-olds do basically well, on the internet? It's because people are fucking creeps. That's what I and thought. And it sucks yeah. because right. like, I she's real pretty. Yeah, she looked very but, pretty. But yeah. uh, she's goddamn Steve Irwin's kid. Yeah, and she's doing the same shit he did. Like her. So Steve Irwin had two kids. Um, brother and sister. And the brother, you may have caught, uh, like, he does, like, Jimmy Fallon and shit sometimes where he'll bring animals. Right. And the two of them together do, like, what fucking Steve Irwin always did. They're, like, I've seen the, I've seen a son folks. out there, right. And they're both really wonderful and really intelligent and really bright. And she, so I think she did Dancing with the Stars. Okay, I didn't realize that. And it's just fucking creeps, man. Yeah. Like, just let this kid be a kid. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's a pretty kid. So, who fucking cares? Who the fuck cares? Is, is she younger than that? I think she is then. I thought she was like in her 20s. Maybe she's no, younger. I think than she's that. probably in her 20s. She's oh, okay. Like, well, I, then, I don't know. She's probably. So it's not like she's. Not like the Britney Spears thing where she's 16 doing. No, right. no, so, okay. no. She's probably. She's, I, if I had. If I were a betting man, I'd peg her between 19 and 22. Oh, okay. In that ballpark. So she's legal. No one's going to jail at this no, point. No, uh, I'm fucking with you. I, I'm just. I uh, you just got done saying the exact opposite of twice. Said that. <laughs> but still I, trying not to say what I was thinking earlier. It, I'm just. Kidding. It's just funny that it's like. Funny's the wrong word, because it's not funny, um, but it's crazy. To just live in a time where, like, shit like that makes headlines. Like, Steve Irwin's daughter takes bikini picture well, on right. her social media. And I don't even know if it was headlines. Like, it's just well, shit it was, that it comes was, through well, the no, feed on It was headline Twitter enough that you caught it That's true. without knowing That's true. who she is. That's right. a headline. Right. I mean, someone 
took the time. You see how you said that? The fact that you saw it. Because you don't know who she is, you wouldn't. No, totally. you, I know. you wouldn't be following any outlets that <laughs> are actually all. following her. Right. I'm not saying you as in like you're out of right. touch. I'm saying right. you as in you are not her audience. Right. Neither right. am I. Right. You know. Right. But like the fact that that's a headline enough that it would show up in yeah. either of our radars. It somehow popped up on one crazy. of my feeds where like you know DC <clears throat> versus the MCU Twitter feed got <laughs> liked by someone. Like, What's right. this? Who's oh. this? See yeah. her? I remember him. He... Mm-hmm. I got a pop with a shark hunter around here. Some or a uh, crocodile hunter around here. Shark yeah. hunter. Um, no, I don't have really anything else I want to get into, but I did have one thing I wanted to admit to. Okay. A recent TV guilty pleasure. Oh. I'm, you know, I'm not, I love the X-Files. Uh-huh. I love Ghostbusters. I love the paranormal. Uh-huh. I love all that kind of stuff. I don't believe 100% everything I see, I read, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. But Ghost Adventurers yeah. is a fun little ride. Okay. Uh, it's on like the Travel Channel, so you sure. know it's legit. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> you know it's all real. I mean, it's just a, re- you know, it's like f- three or four or five guys going into quote unquote Houghton places. Uh-huh. It's the second time I've said quote unquote in this podcast. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> I fucking hate that. Um, <laughs> I really, I already know what I'm going to hate about re listening to this podcast. Me oh. saying "quote unquote," um, but like I think I've talked about it a little bit before. I don't remember if it's on here or not. But some stuff is very creepy, very you know, mm-hmm. you buy in a little bit, yeah, and then a little something will take you out of it to kind of make you laugh and chuckle, right? But it's still a fun fucking ride. All and right, they are all in. This one guy, the main guy. If there's any little hint of dust. Or if it's an old place, uh-huh. wears a fucking full-on mask. Oh, so it's almost fucking Bane up in yeah. here. You know what I mean? Um, the other guys are just... but And they have all their little ghost-busting instruments that they don't explain. Right. This is, we click this. This and, is a beep-beep machine. And ghosts can talk through it. You know? Yeah. It's, just, it's scanning all these frequencies. So, right. Which is great. And then they'll hear, girl. You're like, oh, fuck! <laughs> it's a girl! <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. They'll like ask random questions. They're probably there for you know twenty hours, walking around just saying you know random shit, and then just edit edit something together. But oh god, it's a it's. I'll sit here. <laughs> Jessica was out of town over the weekend. Uh huh. She was in Philadelphia, so I like Friday Saturday night here by myself. I got a little scared. Yeah, I got the chills a couple times. I didn't realize that watching it alone would still scare me as an adult. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm like, Dude, ooh, so ooh, someone may have died there. Speaking of scares while you're alone, yeah. they're unreasonable. <laughs> um, so my kids are at the age where they just like wake up in the middle of the night and come into our bedroom, yeah. right? So we are working on like trying to curb that behavior, right? So we'll talk to him and be like, hey, you know, let's sleep in your bed all through the night. We'll incentive him and stuff. And Noel, and I guess this was like a week ago, maybe, was like, well, do you know why I come into your room? It's like, no, Noel, please enlighten me. Like, well, sometimes I wake up at night. And she launches into this whole story about a ghost trying to get into the house. Yeah. Which is very clearly just like her little toddler mind. Just okay. talk. It's not yeah. a thing. Like, it, okay. it wasn't like a horror movie thing. It's one of those things that like. It's, it was creepy to hear her talk about, but it was also like you're putting together things because you've watched Ghostbusters with me. And right. Sh- like you're just talking because right. they tell silly stories all the time. Right. Um, so I don't put any stock into it. Um, and this then, is how every horror movie starts, you realize. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so what was I guess it was 
Friday night last week, either Friday or Saturday night last week, um, Libby went out with Kelly Gibson. They went out to dinner and to have some drinks and shit. Um, so I put the girls to bed and I was just sitting on the couch. I knew they were going to be out all night. Like it was one of those, like they're having a girls' night. Sure. So you know, Libby's going to catch an Uber home at two a.m. Right. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be home for a long haul. So I'm just sitting on the couch watching TV and shit. And I heard what I could have sworn was a knock on the front door. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, and this is it. I don't know, 9 o'clock at night. Like, yeah. it's time that no one would be knocking on the door. Right. Well, we just installed the ring. So it's like, pull oh, it up. Oh, sure, yeah. All right, nothing out there, whatever. Go about watching the hockey game. That's what I was watching the hockey game. And I, and I didn't think anything else of it. Like, you know, any number of things could make a knocking sound. It could be pipes. It could be what the fuck ever. Um, maybe... 20 minutes later, same exact knock, same exact cadence. I can swear it's coming from outside. I look, now I'm starting to get, I'm like, huh, real strange. Um, probably 30, 40 minutes later, same fucking thing. And now I'm really in my head. Yeah. Home alone, with the exception of the girls. And I'm like opening their door to make sure they're okay in there. And I'm walking around. Fourth time I hear it, it hits me that it's on the goddamn Dobbs commercial that plays on FSN because I was watching the hockey game. Oh, motherfucker. And for whatever reason... I was all in here. Well, that, yeah. me too. Well, and it was one of those things that, like, for whatever reason, the way the sound was mixed, it made it sound like it was coming from further. Sure. Like, yeah. Because, you know, like, I'm sitting in front of the TV. I know what's coming from the TV. But I could, but like, so in my living room, you know, like so I'm looking at my couch, oh, which looks right fuck. at the TV, and then to the left and behind is the door. So I don't know why it feels like it's coming from there, but I could have sworn it was, and it was such an accurate knocking sound, and yep. it was such a, you know, it was the same, like four same time, and I and I heard it four fucking times. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. But it's because I was watching the hockey game and that goddamn Dobbs commercials on yeah. FSN all the fucking time. What drives me nuts on these fucking ghost shows a lot of times. Like, I don't just buy in all the time, but <clears throat> I'll watch them. And, the, you know, what takes me out of them a lot of times is when they're like, ooh, it feels cold in here. Do you guys feel that? I got chills, you know? Like, you can't prove that at all. Yeah. But then I'll be watching it and all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, that's kind of scary. And I'll get chills. Yeah. Like, God damn it. Like, is, some, is that just... A human reaction I'm to telling, being I said a it when I was here. When Libby and I did Haunted Alton, sure. I'm telling you. You couldn't I, finish. That's right. That's I right. experienced the thing yeah. that I I know yeah. was not of this plane of existence. Uh-huh. And I and I walked the fuck out. These these so are I, I believe yeah. the shit out of it, but yeah. I also These ghost adventure they, they they pull me in. I mean, they're, they're tatted up, they wear all black. Uh it feels very punk rock. I, it sucks me in on multiple levels. It gets you. It does. It does. Um, you know, I love when they have, it looks like it could be from WWE. I love when they have quote unquote specialists, <laughs> uh, because I don't know how else to describe ghost specialists or demonologists or, well, my, my one not bit of knowledge of ghost adventures. I've never seen this show. I mean, look, that's punk rock right there. Well, I mean, Bunch of dudes in black. The thing is, I've never seen this show. It's either, well, either ghost hunters or going to a school shooting. When we did... <laughs> that, when, a little too close to home, I'm sorry. When we did the Haunted Alton thing... Yes. So I guess Ghost Adventures did an episode in Alton? Oh, yes, yeah. And, That's right. Uh, the well, dude who was our tour guide... Presumably, they say was, the most haunted city in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the dude who was our tour guide 
was furious about it. Oh. He was like, their entire tour was bullshit. <laughs> they were making shit up. They were not doing the pro. They were like, because he was, he, and he was like, real up front. And dude was fucking mad. Yes, yeah. Dude was like, we legitimately are the most haunted city in America. Yeah. And this fucking show comes and they filled in all sorts of gaps in their own. They made us look like a fucking joke. Oh. Yeah, like was like dude was mad. I don't I mean I remember watching that show, but I don't remember I don't remember the ins and outs. I don't remember being being like, "Oh, this is fucking stupid now." I don't remember I don't recall that at all. I was drawn in because I'm like, "Ooh, that's close." I I can yeah. go see that. Dude, um, but I, I forget. They went to a couple different places I, I think, telling but I forget. You, I would recommend that tour. I'll check it out. To anyone. Yeah. I I will not do it again. Because I just, yeah, I know me, but I think it is a worthy time and money investment for everyone. And I say that is very cheap. It's not like it was a big money investment, but it's like it was. It was one of the most interesting nights of my life. Like I learned some shit about me that I. Let me rephrase that. I confirmed some shit about me that I knew, um, but it was fucking cool. Like it was definitely. It was worth your time. I'm, Gibson wants to go back. I think I need to check it out. I yeah. think I need to check it yeah. out at least once. Get, so. get you and Gibson hooked up. I'll go do together. That. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, I'll, and I'll go with you guys. I'll just sit at the bar in downtown Alton, and you can <laughs> leave from the tour there and then meet me after. It might not matter where you're at in that city. I'm telling you, man. You well, that's, that's what I did when, it, like, when I got freaked out. Because we went out to dinner. We went with Libby's friends from work. Um. So, like, we went out to dinner with them beforehand and then, like, walked from the dinner spot because Alton's not that big. Right. And when I was like, I'm tapping the fuck out, I'm just walking back to the dinner spot. Like, I'll, I'll sit at the bar. There. It was the birds were on the West Coast. It was like, yeah, the fucking baseball game's going to be on until 1 a.m. Right. Like, I'll just go watch the rest of the game. You guys finish this fucking tour. It was a trip, man. I, I remember you talking about it. It's scary shit. Freaks I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Freaks me out. I wish but, I had something happier to end on. I don't. Yeah, well, life's just weeks, then you die. You know? I was going to say something <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you get Jedi, sometimes you get Empire. Right. Both are still a good ride. Yeah. Some are just on a downer. You know? And that's what life is a series of down is. events. A series of down <laughs> events. All right, guys, that's all I got. See you later. later.